I'm Montana and I am an addict and I don't co-sign any bullshit, nor do I co-sign my own bullshit. Um, so I guess I'm going to, I'm going to qualify, um, as to what makes me, um, able to share. Uh, so I, um, I am almost 19 months sober and, um, I came into the rooms or, uh, I guess I, I came into sobriety, um, on November 4th, 2020, um, I am an addict of all kinds. I am addicted to substances as well as people, places, and things. Um, most of my story does revolve around drug use, um, but there is a lot, uh, there was alcohol abuse as well. Um, I was an addict uh, for many years that, and many more that I didn't realize that I had um, an addictive nature. Um, it started out for me as, as being fun, as a party, um, and it, it progressed. Um, I had a great childhood. Um, I had wonderful, loving parents. Um, I finished school. I went to college. I owned my own business. Um, and I always made shitty choices. And that being in, I made shitty choices with the men that I chose to keep company with. I made shitty choices with the things that I would do with my money. I made shitty choices with the, the company that I kept in general. Um, and a part of me never felt good enough. Um, a part of me never was okay with myself. And um, my earliest addiction was codependency. Um, I was a codependent far before I ever picked up any substance. Um, so that's why I say I'm addicted to people, places, and things. Um, I found drugs and alcohol. Um, and I, I say, thankfully, I found, I found drugs and al alcohol, thankfully, because if I wouldn't have found them, I would have blew my head off a long, long time ago. So my solution became substances. Um, and that was my solution that kept me alive. This solution would keep me alive um, until I came into these rooms. And I, um, the progression was really great for me. Um, it started off as something fun. It started off as something that was a that was wheat that was reserved for weekends and parties. That became quickly to every other day, which came to every day, which came to every hour of every minute of every day. Um, I did things that I'm not proud of. Um, that led to me. Um, that led to the point of the beginning of COVID, um, where I then stopped working. Um, I was an esthetician and I own my own business. So we could, I could not, uh, I could not run my business when the lockdown started and I had already progressed greatly as a, uh, as an addict up to that point. Um, that just allowed me to, um, progress even further. Um, I became a drug dealer. I became a weapons dealer. Um, I became, um, well, I became 
as I don't know, may some of you know that when you deal with um, drug dealing, you also have to deal with collections. So I became very violent and I also became um, a gang member. Um, and I wish any of those things were my rock bottom, but they weren't. Um, prison was not my rock bottom. I did not get clean and sober when I went to prison. I did not get clean and sober when I overdosed four times. Uh, I did not get clean and sober when I died, when I had a, um, a heart attack and my heart stopped. I did not. I did not stop. None of those were my rock bottom. Um, I was a very angry and violent person. Violence, along with um, substance abuse, was my way of solving things. And I remember going to treatment. Um, I remember asking my mom for help before I got to treatment. And she said, you know what, honey, we're going to, you're going to move. We're going to, you're going to move away. And, and in the spring, and this was in November. And I said, mom, I'm not going to make it that long. And uh, I got to treatment and I remember being terrified of how, how this was all going to work. I didn't know how to be sober. I didn't know how to stay sober. I didn't know how to even want to be sober. Um, and I was really terrified that I was going to be the same angry, violent person that I had been for 15 years, that I was going to be that same person in, in sobriety, in recovery, because um, that's all I knew. That's all I knew. And I didn't know how to be anybody else. I didn't know who I was, but I knew who I, who I didn't want to be. And that was enough for me to make my start. Um, I could sit here and I could talk about all the things of going through the steps and, and the awakening that I had and the change in attitudes and everything. Um, but I'm, I'm not really going to, I did the steps. It worked. I had a, an awakening. I had a, you know, a change of attitude, ideas, and beliefs, um, and I try to practice the principles in all my affairs um, to the best of my ability. Some days it works out better than others. Some days it doesn't. Um, I feel compelled to talk about what's going on in my life today. So since coming into sobriety, really great, amazing, awesome, miraculous stuff has happened. Um, I live in Toronto now, which is a city that I've always dreamed of living in. Um, I live in a beautiful condo. I have wonderful, um, I have a wonderful, amazing people in my life. Uh, I am going back to school in September. I have been able to um, graduate with honors with two diplomas in um, medical clerk as well as drug and drug and alcohol treatment specialist. Um, I have been able to maintain um, grow, rebuild lots of relationships that I thought I destroyed for, for the rest of my life, nor did I ever want to rebuild any of those relationships, but I had, I, I had the want to, um, I have a great boyfriend. I have a really wonderful life. I have sponsees. I have sponsors. Um, I went through the steps of codependency and that would, that allowed me to, to be even freer than I thought I was. Um, but where I am at in my life today 
is I am sober and I am in recovery and I am still powerless and my life is still unmanageable. My life is absolutely 1000% better than it was 18 and a half months ago. Um, I do not feel like I need to pick up any sort of drug or any alcohol as a solution. Um, that is not in my mind. My first thought when things are unmanageable aren't to be like, okay, let's, uh, I need to find, I need to get booze and I need to find crack. That is not my first thought. Um, but my life is still unmanageable and my life is unmanageable because I think I can save everybody. I think that I can help and save my sponsees. I think that I can help and save people that are new to the program. I think that I can help and save people that are on the street, um, that are struggling. I think I can help and save almost anybody. And I can't because I couldn't even save myself. I struggle with balance. I struggle with the amount of energy, time, and space that I give away. I try to give away 150% of myself. And the fact is that I only have 100% of myself to give away. Where I manifest this other 50%, I don't know. But I do, and I give it away until I have given myself I have given everything of myself away. And then I am left with absolutely nothing. I am bored. I am bitchy. I am miserable. Um, I am stressed to the point where the other night I felt like I was either going to have a heart attack or, or my head was going to explode. I don't know how to balance my life. I don't know if anyone else got a memo or a post-it note or a letter, but I clearly did not get mine in the mail. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because I'm trying to do everything at once. Trying to go to school. I'm trying to be a good daughter, trying to be a good friend, trying to be a good sponsor. I'm trying to be um, a student. I am trying to be a good girlfriend. I am trying to manage my life in sobriety as well. My life just in general. And that's a lot of things. Um, I don't like to ask for help because still deep down inside, there's that little gangster girl that doesn't ask for help because that's a sign of weakness. So I don't like to ask for help. And I've been called out on my bullshit by so many people in probably the past mm, five days that I'm really getting sick and tired of being told all about myself. Um, I am not God or I am not a type of God or a type of person that acts like a God, even though I'm going around acting like that. I can't do everything, which means I have to stop co-signing my own bullshit and stop giving 150% when I only have 100% to give. I cannot give an extra 50% that I do not have. And I can't even give 100% on my best days because I still need to be I still need to be able to give something to myself. I was doing my review the other night and for the last, oh, I don't know, two months, I've been writing, have I been selfish? No. And I stopped and I said, no, I haven't. And damn it, I need to be. I forgot that I need to be selfish. 
and recovery. I forgot that I need to take care of myself first because if I don't take care of myself first, I can't bloody well help anyone else. And seeing as how that is what my addiction is today, hi, I'm Montana and I like to fix everybody and everything. That's my problem. Um, so what do I need to do? What have I learned over the past 18 and a half months? Well, I know that I need to stop pretending like I can do everything. And I need to ask for help, which is really uncomfortable for me. Um, I don't like it. I don't like being vulnerable. I don't like people seeing that there's a, a hole or whatever. You know, I'm sure people have heard this. There's a hole in your program. Oh, there's a hole in your program. I'm like, well, what's the fucking hole? Because I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. The hole is that I'm the hole. I'm a whole lot of mess. And I'm an addict. And I forgot I was an addict. And that I'm addicted to people, places, and things, right? Um, I had to ask for help yesterday. I had to use resources. Um, I'm a part of this group and we made a group conscious in a, in a business meeting that we would offer um, resources for um, people that were in Ontario, Canada, as well as all over the world. And it, and it offers a helpline and a help website. And God forbid I had to use that yesterday. God forbid. Right. Um, so I used it and I found some resources and I, and I called and I made connections and, um, I'm a big believer of perspective and I need to change my narrative and I need to change my perspective. Um, if I am always focusing on who I need to help or what I need to make better or what more I can do, I'm not really focusing on what can be done right now, right? It's staying in, in the present of now or the moment of now. And, and I don't need to be worried about all the external things. I need to take a breath. I need to slow down. I need to not give so much. And that's hard. It's hard when, when you, when I want to, to be helpful, right? And that I want to give away what was freely given to me. You don't want to see people struggling, but that's life. People are going to struggle. People are either going to want to get sober or they're not want to get sober. They're either want to do the work or they're not going to want to do the work. I can't do or say anything that is going to make them change their mind. It has to be on them. I know that I wasn't going to get anything that anyone was telling me about sobriety until I was ready. And I had to be badly beaten in order to admit that I was ready for help. And sometimes that, uh, that is what, that is people's journey. That was my journey, right? Um, my rock bottom looked pretty bad and, uh, I am never to deny anybody that comes in this room. I am not to deny any one of my sponsees the experience of their rock bottom, which means that I can't save them. 
And that means if they have to go back out a bunch of times, that's their rock bottom. And sometimes rock bottom looks like death. And I have to accept that. I, I think that for me, if I practice positivity, that positive things will happen. If I look at things with a positive aspect or positive notion or manifest positivity, that positivity will come to me. Um, but if I'm always looking at the people that aren't going to be saved or the people that can't be saved or the ones that don't want to be saved, then I'm stuck in that nar narrative of negativity. I'm only looking at a certain thing. I'm only looking at one point rather than the bigger picture, right? And what's the bigger picture? Well, shit, that could be anything. It could be the question is, what is life? What is the meaning? What is my purpose? And I could get stuck on that and hung up on that. And frankly, that's a load of bullshit. I don't need to know what my purpose is in life. I don't need to know what life is to hold. I don't need to know if there's something bigger, if there's a heaven or a hell. I don't freaking need to know any of that. All I need to know is that I have today. And today I'm here talking about my shit. And I'm calling myself out on my bullshit. Not only am I sharing my story, but I have to listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth and it needs to register with my brain that I cannot fix anybody because I couldn't even fix myself, right? And so the, the simplest way I can explain it is I'm gonna ask everybody here on this Zoom room to do a little, I don't know, exercise with me. So I want everybody to take a moment and I want them to look around the space that you are in. And I want you to look around and I want you to pick out everything in your house that is red. Just look around and notice everything where you are sitting around you that is red. And once you have looked around, I want you to focus your attention back on me on the screen. And now that you have looked around and you have noticed and taken an opportunity to have a look at everything that you see around you that is red, I want you to tell me, I want you to tell me everything that you know in your space that is yellow. You didn't see anything that was yellow because you were too busy looking for just the red things. If I am too busy looking at what needs to be done, I will never be able to look at what I have already accomplished. I'm too busy looking at red, I will never notice the beautiful yellow things, the beautiful yellow flowers or the beautiful yellow book or whatever it is. If I'm too busy looking at red or if I'm too busy looking at the negative or if I'm too busy looking at all these people that need to be saved, I am not looking at the things that are positive. I am not looking at the things that I have been able to accomplish. I have not been able to even notice or appreciate the people that have been saved that are here with me today. I don't get the chance to notice any of you because I'm too busy focused on the people that aren't here yet. And that takes a lot of time and energy and I, and I don't have time and energy to waste or to spend on, on things that aren't tangible, the things or the people that aren't here. Cause I'm here today. I'm here today and I'm grateful for today. I'm grateful for everything that I have. I am grateful for all the experiences, the hard things that I've had to learn. I'm grateful for the, the bad, 
the good and the bad, the ugly and the beautiful, that is today. And that's all I need to focus on. What can I do today? Today, I can focus on being here. I can focus on being here with you. I can focus on the words that I am saying and feeling the words that I'm saying. An epiphany is when what I feel in my heart connects with what I think in my mind. That is an epiphany. And so my job today is to have an epiphany with what I feel in my heart and what I think with my mind. And what I feel in my heart is that What I feel in my heart is that I am here for a greater purpose. But what my mind tells me is, is that I cannot save everyone. So what that tells me is the lesson and the epiphany for today is that I need to focus on what I have in my life and do my best. And give people 50% of, my, of myself and give my other and give the other 50% to myself so that that equals 100%. I cannot give more than I have. And right now I am giving much more than I have. When I tell a sponsee or give a sponsee a suggestion, I can only give my experience, strength, and hope. I can only share what has worked for me. I can't say it any different. I can't go about it any different. I can't, I can't tell you things that I haven't experienced and be like, this might work for you. I don't know. It didn't work for me. I can only share my experience, strength, and hope, which is what I know, what I have been through, and where I am today. That's it. I can't share any more than that. And I am constantly trying to, and I love this, I'm constantly trying to manifest things that aren't there. I can't manifest anything that I haven't already been through. So that means if I don't know, so that means Montana, when you don't know something, you have to ask for help and you have to ask for guidance. And it's really hard to take my own advice sometimes. It's really hard, but I have to, I have to remain humble. And I really try to be as humble as I can, but um, this doesn't allow me to sometimes. And this allows me to be too humble. Balance. What is balance? Shit, I don't know. And if I can be perfectly honest, I have not been doing very good on balance. So if anyone was to ask me what balance is, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But I know how to recenter myself and I know how to ground myself. And I feel like this is what today has given me the opportunity for. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in good or bad luck. I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I think that I was meant to be here today to share everything that I am sharing, whether it makes sense or not today, because this is what I'm going through. I know that I have a bunch of time, but I also know when my time is up. And I feel like I've said everything that I've had to say, and I hope you got something out of my share. 
And without sounding too selfish, I know I got something out of my own chair today. And maybe that's all that I needed to. Maybe I'm the only person that I needed to, to, uh, to really reach out to today was myself. And for that, I'm really grateful that you've allowed me to share. So thank you very much.